welcome to the Goalie Mindset Podcast. My name is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, and my purpose is to help goalies have a dominating goalie career. Welcome everyone, it's Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, with the Goalie Mindset Podcast. Excited to have on here today, our special guest, Lucas Gore. Lucas had a great career as a goaltender himself playing and starring in the Western Hockey League for the Chilliwack Bruins, which is now the Victoria Royals, I believe. I believe they're now the the Victoria Royals. And also then played at University of Regina as well, too, University of Regina in uh, U Sports. I didn't call it U Sports. When I played played at Calgary, it was called like CIS back then or CIAU, but I think it's called U Sports. There was super high level as well. And Lucas is, is... the goalie coach for the Spokane Chiefs, and also uh, a part owner in the goalie group with Philadelphia Flyers goalie coach Brady Robinson, with Lynn, uh, Victoria, ironically Victoria Royals goalie coach, right? Yeah, <laughs> San Martino. And am I missing anyone in the goalie group there? Uh, yeah, Kai, we got a couple guys that help play. Oh, Kai, Kai McDonald. Yeah, I love he Kai Victoria, and he plays a very big role in the summers with us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. Lucas, welcome aboard. Thanks for coming on, my friend. I'm excited to have you on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's exciting. I haven't actually uh, been on a podcast, I don't think, before, so it's pretty cool. Oh, good. This is the your initial initiation, rookie podcast. I love it. You're going to do awesome. You're going to do awesome. Uh, let me start off by asking you a question. Let's talk. Can we talk about your, your goalie career first? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to, because I think there's a lot of things people can learn uh, from, from that. So, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about your goalie career first. And question. When did you first ever get a whim that you wanted to be a goaltender? Like, were you five? Were you 10? How old were you? Yeah, honestly, I played when I started. I kind of played player, I guess. And then I think my parents, I was always the goalie that ran into the net with the player gear on. Um, so they knew, they, th- they think they knew it was coming pretty early. Um, but I actually, I played player and goalie all the way up to kind of peewee. Um, so Adam development, I was always playing player lots. Um, and then kind of once you had to make a full switch where it was just a goalie, that's I'm, I'm from Camel, so Camel's minor hockey. Um, so yeah, I think it was first year Pee Wee, I guess, would be where I fully became committed to a full-time goalie. Um first yeah, year I, I, was doing, I was doing kind of player and goalie as much as I could. Okay. So even when you were 10 years old, you were still player and goalie. Yeah, I still played. I mean, I was I wasn't the best player, I don't think. I think I graduated or Gradually kind of went to to goalie more than player just because. Um, but yeah, full time I was still playing player and all throughout him. Okay. Okay. And what inspired you to be a goalie? Like, were there some goalies that you you watched on TV or did you go watch the Camelos Blazers play and some of their goalies? Or yeah. So I uh I had season tickets to the Blazers growing up. Um what got, years? What years? Uh let's see, it would have been basically from about 94. Four to about 2000, 2002. So they were pretty good during that time. They had some pretty good goalies there. Um, Randy Patrick. Passmore there? Is Steve Passmore already done? He was, was he I think there? he was just kind of finishing up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He was just finishing well, up when I started a little yeah. bit. So go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. Who did they have? Who did they have for goalies? Um, Randy Patrick was my favorite. Um, I remember he was 16, I think. He came in, I believe he won a Memorial Cup even at, eight, at that young age. He was he's just a little guy. He was his skating was unbelievable. His battle and the compete was it was he was fun to watch. But uh, I remember my dad, I got pretty lucky. He uh he got a season tickets behind the away team's goalie net, basically behind the net. So I got to see all the away teams two periods, all the, the home goalies one. So I got to that was kind of my favorite thing. I would always I would kind of see what the away team was goalie was doing and 
I would almost kind of copy what they were doing, like whether pre-routine skates or whether going out, I'd try to kind of mock when I was a young goalie of say Portland was coming to town or Spokane. I would kind of watch those goalies a little bit more. And then, cause you always get to see your home goalies, but I got kind of lucky with kind of action right behind the net, which is cool, which is pretty cool at a kid. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember any, any specific goalies that were on the other teams as they moved on and played the national hockey? Like for example, I remember watching Grant Fuhr play in Victoria. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, there's not like a crazy one that sticks out to my mind that like just the name that my, my cool experience that he probably doesn't even know. But uh, when I was 15, I got invited to the Blazers camp and Devin, Devin Dubnik was, uh, I've met Dubnik a couple of times just throughout passing stuff and goalie stuff and he would have no idea. But uh, I got to be his partner when he was 20. So I was 15, he was 20. So that was a pretty cool experience when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah. 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 That's a, do you remember a goalie there named David Clatt? Don't actually know. Okay, he backed up Dubnik. Okay, backed so yeah, that's guy. I guess that's when I. Uh, I guess he maybe he was he was probably at that training camp. So <laughs> could have been, could have yeah. been, could have been. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic. And then when did you decide that? Whoa, this is serious for me. Like, was it right when you went full time goalie, or was it a couple years later? Yeah, I think it was probably a couple years later. Honestly, I feel like. I didn't really understand almost kind of the level and the, like, I just, I think I was just, I love to play hockey. I, it was fun. It was great to go and hang out with the guys and go on the ice and practice and games. And then I think it, it probably wasn't until kind of Batham and even that where I was like, Oh, okay. Like this is actually, I could take this a bit more serious and it's more than just, I mean, it's always going to be fun, but it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's a high level and kind of start doing the things you're really supposed to. So. Yes. Yes. And how old were you when you went to your first junior hockey camp? Um, so that would have been the Blazers one when I was 15. I didn't get, uh, I didn't get drafted to the Western league. Um, so I got an invite to the Blazers camp and then I had an okay camp. Um, they didn't list me or anything like that though. And then I think about two or three weeks into the season, um, that's when Chilliwack was the expansion team and I got put on their list um, a couple of weeks into the season. And then, um, yeah, I guess from there it kind of took off in a way. So I played, played a year in Vernon for the Vipers and the BCHL before Chilliwack. Um, then I played, 17, 18, 19, or 18, 19, 20 full years in Chilliwack. And then, uh, yeah, I went to the CIS, um, U Sports, and then finished off with a couple months in Stockton in the East Coast League. So a little bit nice. of a, just a little bit. I mean, it was, it was pretty fun. I was, it was back and forth. It was my last year of university. Um, I flew down, I think in February, we were out pretty early for, for U Sports. Um, so I flew down to Stockton. I was there for a month. They flew me back for midterms. I wrote all my midterms in like three days. I went back again to Stockton and then they flew me back for finals. So it's kind of all over the place, but it was a good experience. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, so what, what advice do you have for goalies that say didn't get drafted to the Western Hockey or the OHL or the, the Q if they, if they do want to go that route, what advice? Cause there's lots of guys that don't get drafted that still play there. For sure. And I'll say yeah, like, it's, it's a, it's a great deal to get drafted, right? I think any kid who gets drafted, it's a great accomplishment. Good for you. Um, but I mean, like, like anyone says, the work's just kind of beginning now. And if you don't get drafted, it's the same thing. I mean, these, you're so young at this age, right? You can develop so much, you can grow so much, you can get so much better, even a span of a couple months. So almost use it as a little firepower to, to just keep pushing yourself. And, and I really do think if you just stay committed and you push yourself and you do the right things, um, they'll come if you want, if you want to play, it's, it's going to come. And then whether it's junior A or junior B or Western league or whatever it ends up being, it's some, every goalie has a different pass. There's some goalies that don't play junior A or Western league till they're 19, 20. And, and they're in the, I know there's a pretty special story. Um, I, I don't work with them too much, but I get to see them a little bit the odd time. Um, 
the goalie Clay Stevenson. It's great, great goalie, great guy. It's over 20, 22, 23 now, but he had a pretty late junior career. I don't think he really played junior eight till 18, 19 and got a scholarship. Now he's playing pro. So some goalies, it happens at 15, 16, some, they don't, they don't quite figure exactly what they, they are until they're a bit older. So. Do you want more shutouts? There's nothing more powerful than my private Zoom coaching to help you perform better to get more shutouts. Check it out at PeteFry.net. Transition to the Western Hockey League. What advice do you have for guys that transition from minor hockey to the Western Hockey League? As far as like the whole, now you're, you're they might have been built in before, but now they're built in now. And what's the biggest, what's one thing that you would have done a little differently to make things even better as far as the transition goes? Um, I mean, it is, it's, it's tough, right? You're, you're young, you're moving away. Um, you're in a whole new city town, wherever you are. Um, I, I got pretty lucky with my billets. Um, they're, they're amazing people. I'm, I've been out of the Western league, I guess for 13 years or so now. And I, I chat with them all the time. Um, I got married a few years ago. They came into my wedding. Um, so I'm really like you, you grow another family. So it's just kind of taking that in and it's pretty cool, but you don't really realize it till after. Um, but on the ice, I would say a big transition really is just skating Honestly, Like it's the game so fast where if you can skate, I find the goalies who can keep up and see the play and be ahead of the play. Those are the ones that uh, transition a little bit better, I think, um, where maybe the goalies that their skating isn't too great or per se, uh, maybe start getting behind the play a little bit. And really, it's every goalie knows once you get behind the play, it's, it's tough to catch up and start chasing the game a little bit. So I think the on-ice stuff would probably be, yeah, just the speed and really just focus on just your skating and the, anytime you can, anytime you have practices or you have five minutes or 10 minutes or use that ice valuable and take that time and work on your game. And, um, it's a fast game. So every, every level you go up, it gets faster and faster and you gotta be able to get there. You gotta be able to get set. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay. Let's now talk about you coaching and whether it's as a Spokane chiefs or, or the goalie group, what would you like to talk about as far as helping the, the listeners move their goalie career, become a better goaltender? What would you like to share with them? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, and it's it's a little bit different almost for every age, right? Like I, I was just, uh, I do a lot of stuff with the Okanagan Hockey Academy in Penticton. Um, a couple of the goalies, they they work with you, um, which is great. Um, but so yeah, for for them, for Spokane goalies, I mean, when I'm looking at goalies, there's a couple little things I'm always looking at. Um, so things we just talked about, they're skating. Um, so they're they love you as a goalie coach, by the way, just so you know. Who did? Sorry. Oh, they, they love you as a goalie coach. Thanks. That's good to hear. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we were just talking about skating. So first thing I always look at is their feet, their hands. Um, when I stopped playing, I was fortunate to work with uh, under Dan De Palma for Kamloops for a bit before I went to He's Spokane. He's really good, isn't he? He's unreal. One of the best guys in the world. So um, just how much you learned from him was was great. So he was really big into his hands and feet, being able to get places, skate, track pucks, really big into tracking. Um, so those are two obviously things I, I look at. Um, couple other things outside of it. I like, we kind of talked about just hockey sense a little bit, just seeing the play, understanding the play. Um, one other thing that I look at a little bit is when you're looking kind of almost like the mental side of the game is I really like to see what happens like maybe after a goal, how the goalies reacting, how they were the first sort of a period. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say that cockiness, but almost have that confident swagger to them, right? You just you yeah. look back and the goal goes in and you just, you trust them. Um, so just kind of having that, you know what, keep your chest up, keep your head up, goal went in, sucks. Let's forget about it. Let's move on. Let's make the next save. Exactly. Uh, did, did you play your Tyler Pond? 
Uh, I, I, he was, I think he's a couple years older. I know the name. He was. he was coming to the league. He was just coming out of the league, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just had him on. He's Brandon Weekings, uh, goalie coach. And he was saying that, uh, you know, like he said, he's kind of, he sends a lot of goalies my way for the mental game, but he had no idea about it when he played. But he said the one thing that carried him is that he said he was, he was basically on the verge of arrogant. Yeah. Uh -huh. Almost get another mindset when you're in the ice, right? Uh -huh. yeah, it, but it helped him. Yeah. And I think like that's, that's something I really needed a bit more when I played. Like, I think just even, yeah, right. Just even something where it's like, give yourself a starting point to every game. I think I was a little off and on my starts and maybe I just didn't have the right prep to put myself in that right mindset every game. Um, but going back to the, like the, the thing I honestly, which is super simple that I like the most in goalies. I know we talked about the tracking, skating, hockey sense, all that other stuff is really just their battle and their compete. And I just, I like goalies who are athletes and they're athletic, like just athletic and if that puck's going in the net and you're way behind, you're still diving. You're doing whatever you can to make that save. Um, so just the battle, the compete, just that wanting to make every save is something I do look for in goalies. Just seeing those habits, seeing those recoveries, seeing, I mean, I don't want you to dive or throw pad stacks or stuff, but if you're, if you have to, you can do it. Like you might have to make a huge diving save and sure we want to stay structured and layered and everything as long as we can. Um, but a saying that we kind of use a little bit in the goalie group is you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable or like you might oh, be put in something weird. You might put in a situation where, oh no, that's pucks behind me. I got to do whatever I can to reach or stretch or something, but I'm still in a position where I'm giving myself power to jump or power to dive across the net. Um, I love that. Cool. And, and plus to have that confidence to do that. Like you look at like a, a carry price is very structured. But he would still like it not very often, but he could throw the odd like little pad stack or, or twirl around or something, just whatever it takes to stop the puck. For sure. Yeah. And like, yeah, you want to get there, you want to get set, you want to make if you can make every save in your chest, great. That's a perfect game. But that's probably not gonna happen. There's gonna be tips, there's gonna be screens, there's gonna be something that you get off balance, maybe, but you got to be able to put yourself in position still to do what you can to make that save. Yes, yes, awesome. Where can where can people find you and the goalie groups? You guys run camps during during the the summer and stuff like that. I'll I'll go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, throughout the year, we're all kind of all do our different stuff. Uh, Brady's obviously in Philly. I'm kind of in the interior. I live in West Kelowna, so I'm kind of Kelowna, Kamloops, interior. Um, Lyndon and Kai are uh, based out of the Lower Mainland and on the island because Victoria. So through the year, we're uh, we all kind of split our ways almost and run camps through the goalie group. Um, my old business was goretending, just my last name kind of, I like that name goretending. So I do that kind of, that was just kind of my, my stuff on the side throughout the year. Um, but yeah, us three all kind of joined up. So we we're all kind of our separate ways. We do Christmas camps in Vancouver, Penticton kind of thing throughout, throughout BC. And then, uh, and then yeah, in the summers, we all kind of, we meet up and we do our full, full summer camps together. So this year we did, uh, we did West Kelowna, we did Delta, we had one in Victoria, we had one in Trail. Um, we had one in Kamloops, but unfortunately that was kind of during that big Kelowna fire, Kamloops fire. So the, the rink got, uh, shut down for evacuees. So we didn't get to do a Kamloops one this year, which was unfortunate, but, um, yeah, we're basically, uh, we're basically all throughout BC kind of in the summers for about six weeks, mid July to end of August. And then again, once September hits now, we'll, we'll go our separate ways for the most part to our training camps and, uh, just kind of our home, our home coaching situations and then meet up in the summers again, do it all over. Awesome. Awesome. That's fantastic. And it's, uh, I was thinking of Micah, Micah, who plays, uh, he, I was just on the ice with him about half an hour ago or yeah, 45 minutes ago. Yeah. And that's an example of a guy who didn't get drafted. He just got listed. He did. Went to camp, had a great camp and he's got a great future ahead of him. He's, 
he works his bag off. He uh he never gives up on a puck that good. It's he's he's fun to watch. Exactly, exactly. Lucas, thanks for coming on, my friend. Any other final words you want to tell the goalies? Any last final piece of uh, gold or, or wisdom for them? Um, yeah, I think my my thing that I like to tell goalies is honestly, uh, like you're your best goalie coach. Like I think so many goalies have a ton of coaches, right? You have your summer coach, you have your growth of year coach. You might have someone else telling you stuff, and take it all in, try it out, listen to your coaches, see what they have to say. I think I always tell my goalies to at least ask me one question throughout the ice times, just prove, like show me that you're understanding or maybe you're not understanding and you, and you need a bit more clarification on what we're doing or why we're doing it. Um, and then know what works for you. I think a lot of goalies who they may not figure it out till they're a bit later, but just really understanding your game and just trying to do it at, I mean, we've got some young eager goalies on this call and I, I heard some goalies, U 13, things like that. So that's, you're old enough now or try start figuring out your game, start seeing what you do right and wrong and be your coach, go, go to your head coach. And maybe you're need some work on your rims and like, Hey coach, do you mind throwing a rim drill in for me? Or do you mind throwing a two on one or a goal line pass? And cause you do, you get so much feedback through coaches and goalies where take it all in. But at the end of the day, you're your best coach, you know, yourself well and, and work off that. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's been Lucas Gore with us on the Goalie Mindset Podcast. Pete Fred, the Goalie Mindset Guy. Thanks a lot, Lucas, for coming on. It's been an honor to have you on here. And uh, let me know when you're ever in the lower mainland area. We'll go for a coffee or something like that. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, my friend. Thank you very much for having me, Pete. It was, uh, it was fun.